Hey, this is Two Drunks and a Toddler. And on this episode, we're going to be telling some spooky stories because we love scaring the shit out of Ryan. Boo. Ah! Fuck, don't do that. Wow. We're on episode five. Wow. Whoa. That's weird. Five episodes, and I remember maybe one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is uh, this is two, still two drunks and a toddler. Uh, my name is Holden. Mm. I'm Ryan. And I'm Elise. <laughs> you okay? Are you okay, Ryan? <laughs> yeah. You good? in the middle of swallowing. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So the idea for this week's episode is brought to you by our good friend Ashton Bennett. Woo! Ashton Yeehaw. suggested on our on our Instagram that we should share some ghost stories or some scary stories. Yeah. Yes. And that's what we're that's what we're going to do on this episode. But first, Elise, hit him with the drink of the week. Yeah. So the drink of the week as always um is based off a uh nerdy niche what's the word movie <laughs> movie tv show genre yeah nerdy genre oh yes. like what we base ours off of not not this one this is taking too long anyway it's based <laughs> off ghostbusters um and we named it the slimer this was actually a, a mix of holden and i coming up with um what we wanted to do and he suggested ghostbusters like yes let's make yeah. a green drink it'd be very fun so what you're gonna do is you're gonna take some margarita mix um, you know, however much you want, that'll probably actually come after the alcohol. So, um, but anyway, um, and don't, don't cancel us for this, but put gin in it. You're going to start with gin. <laughs> <laughs> don't cancel us for that. Um, gin is there to give it some, you know, ghosty Um, and then you're going to actually put lime white claw in cause you want it to have that like static electricity that white claw has the carbonation and then you're gonna add the margarita mix and uh you can add salt around the rim if you want i don't don't care what you do uh another bonus yeah um you don't have to do this because honestly it doesn't sound good it kind of sounds gross but you know that like edible aloe if you really want it to be like a slime you can put some of that in there that's like in the teas oh oh yeah the texture is horrible but it's authentic oh question mark also you could just not do that (laughs) we don't we don't listen we don't listen to what ryan says right most of the time i don't (laughs) so uh what are we drinking this week uh i've just got a kraken and root beer nice i'm drinking a cayman jack's margarita all right and i'm drinking some orange crush elise um has been bullying you yeah Um, I also got, because I wanted to try them, um, the Lady Gaga Chromatica Oreos. My absolute queen. They're not bad. They're actually really good. They're, I like them. They're, 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 they're pretty good. I know a lot of people were saying that they didn't really like them, but I mean. They're wrong. They're they're fine. I don't I don't understand why you hate <laughs> it's, them. It's not a subjective opinion. You're just wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> So like I said before, this week we're going to be reading some ghost stories. Um, Ryan and I, we both took some time and wrote our own. Elise uh, found one online. I'm really excited to hear that one. Yeah. So what do you guys say we, we get started? Who's going first? 
you. Me? You will. Yeah. And why, I, why am I going first? We discussed this literally before we started recording. <laughs> okay, well, we discussed it before we started recording, but we didn't discuss it while we were recording, so... Holden will be going first. <laughs> that's it, that's... Okay. That's the discussion. All right, that's, that's the discussion. All right, over. let's... Veto. I guess I'm. I guess I'm going first, so uh, you guys ready? Born ready. All right, let's go. Half ready. What? I don't know. Stop talking. I wanted a cool catchphrase. <laughs> you don't have one. No. You guys ready? Yes. Prepared. All right. <clears throat> Here's my story. It was a dark and stormy night. Wait, hang on. Hang on. That's Snoopy. <laughs> it was dusk and there was a light drizzle. Yeah, that feels good. <laughs> the drizzle? The skin. <laughs> the janitor rose. <laughs> All good stories start with the janitor, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot this. I forgot about this. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I forgot I wrote that. <laughs> so tell me about this janitor. <laughs> the janitor roamed the empty halls of Ryan McKinley Foster High School. <laughs> Let me start over. Guys, I'm going to shit myself tonight when I go to bed. Okay. Why? Not the janitor. He scares me. (laughs) We're never going to get through this because there is so much more to go. Anyway, the janitor roamed the empty halls of Ryan McKinley Foster High School, home of the wild water buffaloes. (laughs) (laughs) He's got to get through this. It was his first night on the job. Located in the middle of buttfuck nowhere, this school made the janitor feel uneasy. It wasn't just the fact that the school was located in the middle of nowhere, nor the fact that the building was old and creepy. There was something else. Something was off about this place. He began to feel uneasy when he first met the principal, who had a handful of rules that he insisted be followed. The list was pretty normal at first. Show up on time have a positive attitude, work diligently, stop staring at the student like that. <laughs> Is this the breakfast club? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but then the list got a little weird. Keep your cell phone charged and on you at all times. If you see or hear something suspicious, do not investigate it. Ooh. And most importantly... Stay out of the room below the gymnasium. Oh, he's going to go I want to go to the room the gymnasium. gymnasium. And that was it. No explanation. And maybe the guy was just trying to scare him, you know, like an asshole. Whether he was kidding or not, the janitor got a bad feeling. The sun had gone down completely by the time the janitor finished cleaning the second floor of the school. Of course it did. It was pitch black outside, and thunder rumbled in the distance. So in other words... It was a dark and stormy night. Fuck you, Snoopy. (laughs) His stomach churned at the thought of going down to the first floor where the gymnasium was. He had so many questions racing through his mind. Like, why did the principal tell me to stay out of that room? What did he mean if I hear something suspicious? Did I remember to set the mask singer to record? He decided he would save the gym for last. He worked his way down one hallway, then another, classroom by classroom. He had just two classrooms left, 
when he heard the sound of a door being slammed shut. What was that? Is someone else here? I think the robot is Usher. Oh, uh, <laughs> some ass singers too. Oh. The janitor dropped what he was doing, which was cleaning a glass fishbowl for some reason. Hmm, as you do. And ran out into the hallway, hoping to figure out which direction the noise came from. The janitor, who didn't understand how foreshadowing worked, <laughs> began walking the wrong way toward the cafeteria. He'd made it halfway there when he heard the door slam again. The sound came from the other way. Duh. The sound came from... The gymnasium. The gymnasium. Of fucking course. He began to sweat. His hands started to tremble. What he thought was a fart might have been something more. <laughs> he couldn't move. It was like his feet were stuck in cement. And then, in a moment of clarity, he remembered... All oh, right, I gotta fucking walk. So he started putting one foot in front of the other, repeating the process so that it moved him. Fo- he was walking. We all know walking. <laughs> and as he walked, he tried to remember what the principal had told him. Positive attitude? Stop staring at the students? <laughs> what the fuck was the rule? He reached the gymnasium and found one of the double doors ajar. Maybe there was just a breeze, he thought to himself. Motherfucker, wh- where would the breeze have come from? All the other doors and windows are closed and locked. Whatever. Anyway, hesitant, he opened the door and entered the dark gymnasium. He couldn't see anything, so he took out his cell phone and activated the flashlight. As he shined the light and looked around the gym, he finally remembered the rule. If you see or hear something suspicious, do not investigate it. Little late for that now. Someone made a fucky-wucky. Uh-oh. Someone made a fucky-wucky. <laughs> From behind him, the janitor heard the creak of a door. The air around him suddenly grew cold. He could swear he heard someone whispering, calling to him. You got any spare nachos? Jonathan! Jonathan! But his name was Kevin. <laughs> Still, he turned around. There was a door in the corner of the room, one he hadn't noticed before. It was standing wide open. Frightened but suspicious, he decided to move closer. He took a peek inside the door and saw a flight of steep wooden stairs that descended into the darkness. He pulled his head back and examined a sign on the door. And you know what that sign said? Exit. No. The sign said... Candy. The sign said, the room below the gymnasium. Stay out. Mm. And suddenly the light on his cell phone went out. Mm-hmm. Even though it had plenty of battery life just minutes before, his phone had died. He was now in the dark again. Mm-hmm. Breaking a lot of rules. Yes. As he stood there, blind and cold, with nipples as hard as a rock, uh- the janitor reached into the dark and felt around for a light switch. But he wasn't having any luck. In the midst of this, str- of this struggle, a light from down below suddenly turned on. He was glad he could finally see, but he was scared because it confirmed he wasn't alone. He began to panic. Just turn around. Do not investigate. Do not investigate. But he took too long. The door slammed behind him, hitting him on the ass and sending him tumbling down the stairs. That shit hurt. (laughs) He lay on the floor, his left arm broken. 
As he struggled to sit up, he got a glance of the room. It was just a boiler room. What was so bad about the boiler room? The janitor looked around the room. His eyes were immediately drawn to a dark corner. As his eyes adjusted, he could see something moving in the corner. His eyes widened as he realized what it was. An apparition moving toward him and moving fast. The janitor struggled to his feet and ran up the stairs. He was just inches from the door when he felt something grab his foot. The janitor grabbed onto the railing with his right hand as the unseen force pulled on his foot. He could feel his grip slipping. Right at the moment when he knew he couldn't hang on anymore, he heard a voice. A British man's voice. Whisper. You broke the rules. And with that, the janitor lost his grip and was yanked back down the stairs. And yeah, that shit hurt too. This, this ghost is just like an Enneagram one. <laughs> you broke the rules. <laughs> Come the here. Ja- the janitor screamed. He cried out for help. But a voice shushed him. The same British voice from before. Shh. That won't do you any good. We're alone now. No one can hear you down here. And that's when he saw it. He tried to scream again, but the sound wouldn't come out. As the janitor came to terms with the fact that this was the end, out of the shadows stepped James Corden. (sighs) The Late Late Show host descended upon the janitor, who managed to let out one final scream. That was the last sound he would ever make. So, the moral of the story is, stop watching The Masked Singer. The end. Oh my god. <laughs> and you wanted me to go last because you were you thought Ryan's was going to be ridiculous? <laughs> we're starting off strong. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I'm going to see that one in my dreams. Not my nightmares, yes. but my dreams. Thank you, Holden. You're welcome. Who's homies. next? It's me. The Elise Wilson has a wonderful scary story to share. So I did not write my own scary story. I just found one on the internet because I'm unoriginal and cannot write things. It's okay. Um, I found this on thoughtcatalog.com. That sounds like... Sounds like a website I would not be allowed on. Yeah, that sounds like a website that would be blocked on every school computer. Right. (laughs) So, number 17. Number number 17. (laughs) The last thing you want in your Burger Burger King burger. That's how I should have read my story. Foot lettuce. Foot fungus. Number 15. Well, this is number 17. Um, And this is just a website full of people's, obviously, their thoughts. Because it's called a thought catalog. And these are stories that people told of, like, terrifying instances they went through so mine's not necessarily a ghost story okay but it is of the supernatural sort so this is all from the perspective of some guy don't know his name <laughs> let's give him a name um and um, marmaduke uh, i said marmaduke bartholomew works <laughs> bart so this is titled i saw a terrifying creature inside of my own home mm. yeah doesn't that just draw you in yeah uh, I'm going to speak like I was in the situation because that's how it's written, and I'm too dumb to replace all the eyes with um, this person. Right. Anyway, 
I was going to make a throwaway, but what the hell? I'll take the risk of looking like a totally insane person. No one is going to believe me anyway. This happened when I was 17. I'm 32 now. I graduated high school and got my first apartment. Nice town. Lived by myself, other than my cat. Snowball. Don't laugh, I named her when I was eight. A few details before we get started. I've never been a fan of cat boxes. Worst parts of being a cat owner, shoveling tiny shit with a shiny... What? With a tiny shovel every day. So, I got one of those motion-activated self-scooping deals. Oh. Left it on the back patio, ran the cord inside to power it, and left the back sliding door open big enough for her to get in and out. Five to six inches. The patio was one of those eight-by-eight eight cement floor types, surrounded by a five-foot-tall wooden fence. If you looked out from my bedroom door, you'd be facing right at the sliding door with hanging blinds, living room in between, kitchen that was off to the right. So, I'm playing some 56K Counter-Strike at the computer in my room. Good game. With my back facing the door. Why would you do that? Come on, Bart. <laughs> That's rule number one, Bart. <laughs> it's, a mi- it's about midnight or 1 a.m., and I hear Snowball start to make one of those awful cat growling slash noises in the back of her throat. Shit it out, Snowball. I'm pretty locked into the game, so I tell her to knock it off, not looking at her. She keeps doing it. I tell her to shut up. I'm irritated because I'm doing so well in the round. (laughs) (laughs) She could be giving fucking birth and you're like, shut up! (laughs) Snowball, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to reach silver too. She gets loud. This is enough to break my focus from my gaming zone and I realize that it's not normal. I get up from my computer to see her standing in the doorway facing out her back to me. She is in full on Halloween cat mode. Hair sticking straight out, her back is completely arched. She looks tense. I'd never seen her that way. She is still just going crazy. I look out into the living room where she is facing. Nothing is amiss. There's nothing there. I look down at her to say something to the effect of, What's the matter? She makes this insane sound, like a combination of a hiss, growl, spit, and she starts to take a few steps backwards. That is when a tiny creature... Runs out of the fucking kitchen. What the? Oh my god. On two legs, wearing a tattered piece of cloth or a bag. That's Dobby the elf. It's just, uh, yeah. <laughs> Dobby. It looked like a little cloak. He's, uh, he's just looking for socks. It's maybe a foot or a foot and a half tall. It's a real life fucking jump scare. The cat jumps backward about three feet in the air. I jump. I glance down at her as she does this, but quickly look back up. I hear her land with a crash behind me and run. I am fixated on this thing. It is, it's moving, but it's like time has slowed down. I'm watching these things happen, but everything is so fast. It runs out the back door through the blinds with a crash at speeds that don't seem natural. The blinds are swinging. My heart is pounding. I stand there dumbfounded. What the hell did I just see? I'm staring at the back patio door at the swinging blinds. I'm not moving. My eyes start to notice something is wrong. All the blinds are softly swinging, except the two closest to the opening. I see they're making an inverted V. I look at them and follow them down to the very bottom. And between them, I see it. Its head is poking through the blinds, staring at me. Oh, Oh, (laughs) jeez. Not good. Now envision this. It has yellow eyes. Okay. And a face that I can only describe as bestial. Gray, greenish, blackish skin. 
At this point, a singular loud thought fills in my mind. You aren't supposed to see this. (laughs) (laughs) Which, like, fair enough, dude. (laughs) (laughs) And at the conclusion of that thought, every one of the hanging blinds shoot upwards and outward. Oh, no, 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 no. Mm Mm-mm. I jump again, and my heart tries to blast out of my chest like I'm fucking Cape Canaveral. I don't know who the fuck that is. Some of them hitting the ceiling. A few fall off. It's a loud racket. The rest are swinging all over the place. I look at the place where its face was, and it's gone. I beeline for the kitchen. Refrigerated door is open. I open a drawer and grab the biggest knife I see. I am shaking. The adrenaline is like I've never experienced before. I love that human reaction of like seeing a tiny demon baby and being like you know what'll stop it a A knife this fucking kitchen knife (laughs) i rush to the sliding door and slam it shut it won't close i open a bit and slam it back shut still won't close what the fuck i am completely stupid the cat box cord i crouch down brandishing this knife like a complete idiot looking out the glass door waiting for this thing to launch at my face I'm shaking. I reach across myself with my left hand to the power plug on the wall to the right as I stare out, waiting to stab anything that approaches. I fumbled to get it unplugged. My hand, my hands won't do anything right. I finally get the cord unplugged and I open the door real quick and throw the cord outside. I throw it like a spaz and it hits the wall and the side of the door and falls down. Still inside. Fuck. I pick it up and try again this time it lands outside. I hear a scratching sound and my eyes dart up. I see two tiny, awful hands holding onto the fence. Clawed, gnarly, humanoid hands. This fucking thing climbed down, feet first, hanging from the fence. As you do. Right. It would have been slightly comical if I wasn't so fucking, if it wasn't so fucking terrifying. <laughs> the hands let go, and I hear it land in the bushes outside the fence, and I hear fast footsteps as it runs off. I slam the door shut and lock it. This is completely true. I've heard it all. It was a raccoon. It was a cat with the mange trapped in a paper bag. It was not either of those things. After the event, I started researching like a madman. Closest thing I found was in a book I found at the library called Fairies, which is like an art book featuring all the different types of Irish folk creatures. (laughs) Yo, that doesn't sound like a fucking fairy. (laughs) I don't live in Ireland. I live in the U.S. on the West Coast. You don't believe the story, and I don't blame you. It sounds ridiculous. You probably shouldn't believe it. I hate bullshit paranormal stories. Believe it or not, I am a skeptic. I believe all people have experienced something strange or believe in the paranormal... Believe in the paranormal should be skeptic. I enjoy debunking paranormal videos and pictures. I want the truth. Was I hallucinating? It's entirely possible I had an extreme and sudden hallucination. It's not unheard of. This event had a huge impact on my life and completely affected the way I view the world, the paranormal, religion, everything. That is my story. Well, it sounds like your neighbor's kid just like had too much sugar. Just some fucking weird. Broke into your house. Toddler. (laughs) You ever ever see a toddler so weird it makes you question religion? (laughs) 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 Just me? Just that guy? Just poor Bart? (laughs) Oh, poor Bart. Poor Bart. All right. Thank you, Elise. Thank you very much, Elise. Ryan. I'm going to be on watch for tiny demon toddlers <laughs> when I go to bed tonight. All right, Ryan. All right. You're up. This is one uh, I heard uh, from my uncle and wrote down. Okay. All right. 
There are unseen horrors in every day. Spiders somewhere around you right now. Snakes crawling outside your house. Murderers walking the street yet to be discovered. However, there is a certain safety in that. We know they are there. Hanging around somewhere. To things that leave trails, cluing you into their existence, but never truly showing us where to find them that you should really be scared of. Uh, this story comes from one of my uncles before he moved to Can- uh, from Kansas to Illinois. He never told me of this story um, until uh, actually pretty recently. And he told me very explicitly that it wasn't the reason he moved, but after hearing it, I don't know if I believe him. The way he put it, it was a rather normal feeling night. But he had a sense like something was going to go wrong. He couldn't exactly put his finger on what, though. Everything seemed to be going fine at that time, so he was a little worried that it might, uh, something might go wrong. Um, but he wasn't, like, unprepared for it. Like, he wasn't afraid. Well, he was walking home from Old Settlers, the Old Settlers Fair in Olathe, that they have, like, every year. Uh, one night with his girlfriend, and decided, they decided to take a longer route home, and just take in the sights that are there. Oh no. Yeah. They were strolling along, and they came across these bridges that went over creeks. They're tiny, and there's like a good few of them right in a row. They're not exceedingly long tunnels. Well, they were like, you know, it might be fun if we go through them. So, they went down and went through the tunnels that went under all the bridges. Obviously, these were like a little bit older. Uh, They were like this grotesque gray color. They still are. Uh, And they were a huge target for graffiti. And such. They're just littered with it. Well, they were walking through, looking at all the graffiti, having a laugh, until, as my uncle puts it, everything started to feel lighter. Like walking became easier. Hmm. Like they were walking toward the right thing. As they kept getting deeper and deeper into the tunnels, the graffiti continued to get a little bit creepier. We know it's easier, but don't go. Stop before you float. God can't see you down here. Oh. Oh my god. And turn back. Then all the graffiti stopped. There wasn't any going through the next few, like, short tunnels. It was all clean. Except for one, about two tunnels from the end that simply read, I used to not understand you little humans until I took one apart. (gasps) Uh... They both froze in their tracks. Yes, Holden? That's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) So romantic. Ugh, I wish somebody would threaten me (laughs) to take me apart. Anyway, they were kind of like stopped there for a second, and they were like, we should probably go. But I mean, they were on the way home. No point in turning back. Something about the mystery of the situation and the fact that it could all be just a simple joke played by some kids beckoned my uncle to keep moving along with the fact that it just felt right. So him and his girlfriend kept pushing forward. As they kept going, my uncle describes it as, quote, It was so quiet. In fact, the world went quiet. All I could hear was my heart. There were no animals, birds, or noise from the fair in the background. The last thing my uncle and girlfriend remembered from that night was getting to the final tunnel hearing a stick break, and waking up at home. (gasps) 
What? Dun, 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 dun. That's it? That's it. Oh, my. That's all. And that actually happened to your uncle? Uh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, that's all made up. <laughs> Damn it. Not a bit of that's really true. I all right, well, uh, that ends our first little segment. Uh, so I think it's time for a delectable little tea, pee, pee break. Nice little fa- fancy tea, pee break. Ladies and gentlemen, Grace Vanderwall. <laughs> Thank you for commenting to our show. We hope you're listening to it while getting a blow. Wait, no, wait, no, please don't go. Please don't go. Come back. Wait, wait, hey, wait. Da, da, da. Boats and hoes. Welcome back. Let's Hi. discuss. Discuss what? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this our stories. Yeah. We, we kind of just like Religion. went through those really fast. Probably. We probably should have stopped in between them and talked about them, but we can do that now. Yeah, let's do that now. So, Holden's story. Yeah, what you I was think really about my invested, story? bro. I really was. I was very invested. All of the stories I was really invested, actually. If I, I could see myself in that uh, in that James <laughs> Gordon character. <laughs> in the James Corden character? Yeah, I really you, saw myself. You are James Corden? On, uh, on occasion, when I need to be. <laughs> Aren't we all a little bit James Corden? Yeah. Somewhere inside us. Yeah. Somewhere Ooh. inside us. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> James. Just to clarify, James Corden is not inside us. Yeah, <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> anyway, I still think it's funny that you made me go first because you thought that I was going to take this seriously. I didn't think you were going to take this seriously. I thought Ryan was going to take this the least seriously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, you thought that wrong. Track. <laughs> Turns out Holden was the culprit all along. Yep, I was the imposter. He Showing was. up to oh, yeah. Kicked off the ship, man. Sorry. Sorry, you had to go first. <laughs> <laughs> you should have said something. We would have let you go last. No, because I wanted it to be a surprise. True. <laughs> I didn't. W- I did not want to tell you. Hey, this is gonna go off the rails. Well, I mean, no matter what, we probably would never have fucking guessed. Of James Corden was the the figure in the shadows. <laughs> we saw yeah. it to the end. I knew something was coming up. I knew there was a punchline somewhere, yeah. but I couldn't. Whenever I couldn't he, figure out what it was. Whenever the ghost was whispering, Jonathan. I knew something was up. I was like, that does not make sense. <laughs> it was that. It was also when he said the <laughs> the ghost had like a delightful British accent. British accent. I yeah. said, all right, what celebrity cameo is about to appear? And it was funny because earlier Holden was like, I've got a British, I've got to practice my British accent. And I was like, me too, because I'm, I'm doing a, I'm doing a, a scene later I hope this week. Did- I hope you. I, ho- I, I hoped that you wouldn't pick up on that. I didn't. I had no idea because I was like, maybe he's doing a British scene too. I was like, I have to work on my British accent. Let's work on it together. But really, you were just fooling us. Yeah. Because <laughs> you were playing James Corden. Yeah. And I still didn't. I still didn't get it. I'm so. I'm sorry, James Corden. If by chance <laughs> he's you're, not. you're out there listening to this. Um, we'll I'm have sorry. to send it to him. We'll have to send it to him. I, yeah, I have his number. Me too. Hey Siri, call James Corden. <laughs> ring, ring, ring. Hey, buddy. Hello. <laughs> it's no James more. Gordon. No more. And I'm Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. 
Anyway, that was a great story, Holden. Thank you. Thank Loved you so much. much. <laughs> Who was ne- was it? Elise's that yeah. went second. Elise went second. That one was fucking scary. <laughs> the thought yeah. it's it was uh, it was terrifying. Um, terrifying. Terrifying. <laughs> Tearing. It just a little creature. Yeah. I didn't think something that could be so tiny, like I could punt that thing. Because right? <laughs> that it was like a foot or two tall. Like that's not a hard kick. Right. You anchorman to it over a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> but like it was the way they described it as like it moved, it blew the curtains up. I'm like, you know, yeah. I think the thing that got me most was the yellow eyes. I was like, that's terrifying like no matter fa- what oh. size you are. I yeah, imagine- I'm terrified of people with yellow eyes. Like I imagined it Hazel like- eyes? Those are yellow. Those are not yellow. Those Hazel count. is not yellow. Hazel and yellow are Do close. Do you have eyes? Can you see? Because Hazel is not yellow. Every once in a while. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> what? The, this is coming from the guy that said Marmaduke was dark brown. Marmaduke is a golden yellow. I look. I think that is a. Um, um, no, you looked at Google and you even effect. you even told me that or was a true. Mandela effect. I'm pretty sure he used to be dark brown. Well, he's I'm not pretty sure anymore. they changed it. I'm anyway. Marmaduke's biggest. Fan. Anyway, yeah, the whole the part where you said he, it was looking like in the window. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, no! Would have terrified me. No, I would have. I would have actually pressed my face up against and the this glass. Like... We would have had a Spider-Man kiss. <laughs> the dude said the closest thing I found to it was a book on fairies, dude. And that's well, like in old, like in old fairy tales, fairies used to be terrifying. Oh, I bet. Like they weren't, they weren't yeah. pretty creatures. They were terrifying little creatures, you know. Also, for a second, a I was, name. I was thinking of like the Leprechaun, like the movies. Yeah, like uh, Leprechaun it, from Space. What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> uh, leprechaun in the Hood, and Leprechaun returned to the Hood with the number two, and Leprechaun in Space. Leprechaun in Space. I saw that movie. Leprechaun was, on Broadway. <laughs> I mean, it was it was it was funny. Somehow still terrifying. Just the amount of prosthetics on that fucking leprechaun. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. The leprechaun movies? You have never seen them. Wow. Or heard of them. Wow, you're missing out. The greatest films ever made. Am I? Yeah. They're <laughs> yeah. almost as good as Marmaduke. Yeah, they almost. Not right. quite, but almost. I guess I'll have to check them out. Yes, you should. All right, Ryan. Now, uh, let's talk about your uncle. Yeah, your fake uncle that you My made up to... My fucking uncle sway us into poor, believing that this was true poor fake uncle uh i don't know bart <laughs> bart <laughs> poor poor fake uncle bart no no that was that was elise's story this one's uh bort bort yes Yort. bort the alien abductee with an umlaut um, <laughs> umlaut i don't know that one was fun writing it was interesting I, uh, my inspiration was I got on that, that thing that was written on that wall. That part was real. Um, I got on, I just looked up on Google. I was like, I need some inspiration. So I looked up scary things. <laughs> that was That's it. it. That was it. Yeah, that was it. I found a, a Pinterest board and somebody had pinned, uh, some, somebody found graffiti on a wall that said, I used to not understand people until I took them apart. And I that's was like, really Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. I should write it about that. Really terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. That would be scary. So I just took that, threw it into a more homely setting, you know, yeah, for the family. That that's what made it so terrifying is because I thought you were I thought this was actually something that happened. Yeah. Yeah, it really it really scared me because I really thought you had us like drawn in from the beginning that we thought this was actually a family member of yours. Yeah. So it's terrifying. Yeah, I convinced it myself was... for a minute. It seemed real. <laughs> yeah, it really did. It was 
Very well written. Very well done. Thank you. I got so worried about poor Uncle Bort. <laughs> poor Uncle Bort. <laughs> I think also another thing that was terrifying is that you left us hanging. We had no idea, oh, like, what yeah. happened. Mm. Uh, neither did Uncle Bort. I guess not. Yeah, he woke up. James Corden was there. Woke up. Became a janitor. And a leprechaun. <laughs> Somewhere and some in the story. somewhere. <laughs> a fucking demonic fairy bitch. <laughs> Dobby the elf. Yeah. So do you guys believe in, like, anything supernatural? Like, paranormal or, or I don't know, leprechauns? <laughs> um, definitely not leprechauns, but, yeah, I definitely do believe in, like, the, the, the paranormal yeah. stuff like that. Um, I absolutely believe in aliens. 100%. I don't know if I I don't know if they've been here, but I just think there's no way that right. like they're yeah. not somewhere right. out yeah. there Absolutely. like any life form yeah. at all. Um universe is a big big old fucking place. Um I don't believe in ghosts like at all. As much as I want to, I want to believe in like that like like unicorns and dragons. I want to believe in those so bad. Right. Obviously. I to me at least they're not real. I don't believe in ghosts. I want to, but I just I can't get behind it. I believe in demons. That oh, shit's scary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think about like all those stories that people tell? What do you think? Do you think they're just like explanations, or do you think they're all lying? Mm. <laughs> like that one you read, well, or like yeah. in general? In general. In general, um, I think a lot of them are hokey pokey. Yeah. Fake. Yeah, like someone's just trying to 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 scare you, they're flexing their their creative writing skills yeah, in a good yeah. way. Yeah, to give you a little fright, which I don't, I don't condone. I enjoy it, or not condone. That's the opposite. I do, I enjoy the fact that they write those. Yeah. I enjoy reading them because they yeah. do make me feel a little scared. Yeah. yeah, even in the end when I'm like, I don't believe in this, but it's also like kind of just fun to yeah, like, let yeah, your yeah. imagination fly. Yeah, I mean, I I haven't ever experienced anything paranormal or supernatural ever, but I do know some people that have, which leads me into our next story. Um my mom actually has told me some stories about the house she lived in when she was growing up. My grandma mm-hmm. still lives there actually. Um, but my mom, her and her two brothers lived with my grandma and they, the, the children lived upstairs there. It's a two story house. And, um, whenever I was younger, I lived also with my grandma. We moved in with my grandma and I had a room that was connected to my mom's room. I was like probably, I don't know, two. And, um, as you are. Yeah. Still, <laughs> still a toddler. Um, That's even though, me. yeah, technically holds the toddler. Um, <laughs> I'm the toddler who drinks. We, yeah. Um, we weren't drunks yet. So yeah, the rooms were connected and I had this little mini mouse roller skate Aww. toy. Yeah. And it was like remote controlled, but the, the remote, needed batteries it required batteries and so did the 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 actual physical toy of Minnie Mouse on the roller skates and she would like roll and say some phrases I don't know what um and my mom really likes to stay up reading late like she will stay up super late and she'll be reading in bed she'll just have like a lamp on or something and she would normally leave my door open in case I you know woke up in the middle of the night and I needed her or something and one night she was up really late reading um some story probably some Janet Ivanovich book that she loved. Um, And the Minnie Mouse toy comes rolling out and starts, like, singing or whatever she does, you know? What song? (laughs) You know. Sometimes you just gotta roll out singing. Right. And um, 
my mom was like, okay, Elise, come on, you gotta go to bed, it's really late, and, like, talking to me, but then she, like, looks in, and I'm, I'm dead asleep, you know, I'm not awake, and then, um, she was like, well, that's weird, and so she, like, takes the batteries out of the Minnie Mouse, um, toy itself, and she's like, whatever, and then she tosses it back in my room, and, like, the next night, it happens again. And she's like, okay, 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 this is, this is really weird. And then she takes the batteries out of the remote control. And it just kept happening. Like, this Minnie Mouse just kept rolling out in the middle of the night, still speaking, still rolling. And it's a completely battery-operated toy. Um, but she really believes. That's not the only paranormal um, instance she's had in that house. She's had many others. But that was something that I was actually physically there for. But I don't yeah. remember because I was so young. Mm-hmm. So That's... It's pretty That's terrifying. Creepy. Yeah. What song? Now, what song was Minnie singing? Uh, I don't know. Was probably it My Anaconda Don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, The Chain by Fleetwood Mac. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rock stars. <laughs> Nickelback. <laughs> So that's just like, that's like something that like makes me lean towards the more believing sense. Cause I don't think my mom would make that up to scare me. I don't think she would do that. Like my yeah. dad absolutely would. <laughs> <laughs> my dad would absolutely make something up like that to scare me, but I, he didn't tell me that story my mom did. So yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Do you guys Spooky. have any instances or stories like that? Spooky. Um, I myself have never experienced, you know, anything, uh, anything paranormal. But I definitely, like, do believe in that kind of stuff. Like, I, hearing people share their stories and, like, share their, their, their videos of their experiences. And like Ryan said, you know, like, not all of those are going to be real. A lot of them are just going to be for them to, like what you said, you said, to flex their, their writing skills and Mm -hmm. their, like, if, if it's videos, flex their, uh their filmmaking skills, things like that. Right. But I know that I definitely feel like there are some that are true. Like there's um this Twitter thread that got really popular a few years ago by this guy named Adam Ellis. Um, oh, if you're, oh, does he work for Rooster Teeth? He's got a big beard. Yeah, like he has a big, he has a big, he has a big beard. Yeah. He used to work for Rooster Teeth. Um, and he had this thread going, it started it started with uh, a tweet that he made that said so my apartment is currently being haunted by the ghost of a dead child and he's trying to kill me and uh he basically was talking about how you know he started seeing this child like in his dreams and that he started to he crossed over to the real world and uh the child had like a huge misshapen head that was dented on one side and he actually he, he shared a drawing it's really creepy that's terrifying. And um, what was even creepier? Yeah, he described he described what this child looked like, and then he drew that picture. And then there was one night where he finally like he I think he was ha- he was having sleep paralysis or something, but he managed to like take his phone out and take a picture of this child as it was like crawling it was making contact with him crawling up into his bed oh yep and this it looked exactly like what he described exactly like the picture it was creepy as hell just just crazy stuff and he's got the do you have the photo uh the photo of the actual kid yeah yeah crawling up i want to see that i would he's got got the twitter pulled up right now 
I've got the uh the tweet yeah, I've got the the thread pulled up. He put it on his uh on a separate website. I I don't know why. I, I don't know if the original thread is still up. But yeah, he posted this picture and he this this went on a lot. Like he was talking about how uh his cats were always freaking out. Mm-hmm. I, I very vaguely remember this. I love Adam Ellis, but yeah. I, I very vaguely remember this. And he also had something really weird going on with like a Polaroid camera. Like every time he would take pictures and they would come out, uh, he would like, he would take a picture of a certain like, like room or like door. Yeah. And like that room, the lights were on, but every time he snapped a picture of it, the, that room, it was just pitch black, nothing. And he even, he, he even took a picture, uh, in that actual room. He snapped a picture and showed the the Polaroid, the print coming out and having it just be completely black Creepy. just to prove that it was, you know, it was true. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find that picture, but I do not right. know. And again, that also could have been a problem with the camera itself. It, it could have. It might Here's have what's uh, scary to me. Like, like I said, I don't believe in ghosts. Definitely believe in demons. None of like cases of like, possible demons taking the form of like children yeah Yeah. and doing shit like that is terrifying yeah and the fact that i mean this could be real it could be fake either way phenomenal story (laughs) absolutely it's good yeah just i would love to like hear some new development in this story because like they said they were gonna make it into a movie with like the producers of the of it I know the producers of it oh, were looking that. at uh, adapting it into a movie, but I don't think it's really gone anywhere, I which is a shame because this is actually a really, it's actually a really, I don't get nightmares anymore. Interesting, yeah. interesting I get, story. I only get nightmares when I take melatonin and I took melatonin the other night and I had a nightmare about it and we were all in it actually. Did I kill him? Uh, no. Then I have no interest. <laughs> this is upsetting. It's absurd. Who wrote it? I want to talk to them. <laughs> All right, now Ryan, you 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 said you had one more that you would like to share. I do. I have one more. Okay. Um, it's 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 a like an infamous creepy pasta. All right. Um, found on creepypasta.fandom.com. Mm. All right. Mm, gotta love uh, fandom wikis. It's called the Smiling Man. Mm. About five years ago, I lived downtown in a major city in the U.S. I've always been a night person, so I would often find myself bored after my roommate, who was decidedly not a night person, went to sleep. To pass the time, I used to go for long walks and spend the time thinking. I spent four years like that, walking alone at night, and never once had a reason to feel afraid. I always used to joke with my roommate that even the drug dealers in the city were polite. But all of that changed in just a few minutes of one evening. It was a Wednesday, somewhere between 1 and 2 in the morning, and I was walking near a police-patrolled park, quite a ways from my apartment. It was a quiet night, even for a weeknight, with very little traffic and almost no one on foot. The park, as it was most nights, was completely empty. I turned down a short side street in order to loop back to my apartment when I first noticed him. At the far end of the street, on my side, was the silhouette of a man, dancing. It was a strange dance, similar to a waltz, 
but he finished each, each box with an odd forward stride. I guess you could say he was dance walking, headed straight for me. I don't like that. Mm-mm. Deciding he was probably drunk, I stepped as close as I could to the road <laughs> oh, okay. to give him the majority of the sidewalk to pass me by. That's right, because he might just be... He just be right, yeah, he might just be... Practicing for dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. might be practicing for, you know... He's well, in he's in a major New York City. New right. York. Yeah. Could be, could, could be New York. Could he be might be in Hadestown. Rehearsing. <gasps> yeah, yeah. He might, he might be uh, doing the... Uh, the old... Uh, what's the song from Hadestown? <laughs> There's like... Where they're, getting, they're getting down and pulling the ropes. Uh, chant. Oh. The chant oh, dance. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant the one that everyone fucking knew. <laughs> I know that one. What are you talking about? Well, no. the closer he got, the more I realized how gracefully he was moving. He was very tall and lanky and wearing an old suit. Hmm. He danced closer still until I could make out his face. His eyes were open, wide and wild, head tilted back slightly, looking off at the sky. His mouth was formed in a painfully wide cartoon of a smile. Oh, man. Between the eyes and the smile, I decided to cross the street before he danced any closer. I took my eyes off him to cross the empty street. As I reached the other side, I glanced back and then stopped dead in my tracks. He had stopped dancing and was standing with one foot in the street, perfectly parallel to me. He was facing me, but still looked skyward. Smile still wide on his lips. I was completely and utterly unnerved by this. I started walking again, but kept my eyes on the man. He didn't move. Once I had put about half a block between us, I turned away from him for a moment to watch the sidewalk in front of me. The street and sidewalk ahead of me were completely empty. Still unnerved, I looked back to where he had been standing to find him gone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For the briefest of moments, I felt relieved until I noticed him. He had crossed the street, and he was now slightly crouched down. Uh, mm. I couldn't tell for sure due to the distance and the shadows, but I was certain he was facing me. I had looked away from him for no more than ten seconds, so it was clear that he had moved fast. I was so shocked I stood there for some time staring at him, and then he started moving toward me again. He took a giant, exaggerated tiptoe steps, as if he were a cartoon character sneaking up on someone, except he was moving very, very quickly. I like to say at this point I ran away, or pulled out my pepper spray, or my cell phone, or anything at all, but I didn't. Idiot. I just stood there, completely frozen as the smiling man crept toward me. Ew. And then he stopped again, about a car length away from me. Still smiling his smile, still looking at the sky. When I finally found my voice, I blurted out the first thing that came to mind. What I meant to ask was, What do you want? In an angry, commanding tone. What came out was a whimper. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? What? You want me to do what? You want me to do what? Regardless of whether or not humans can smell fear... They can certainly hear it. I heard it, in my own voice. And that only made me more afraid. But he didn't react at all, he just stood there smiling. And then, after what felt like forever, he turned around slowly. Very slowly. 
and started dance walking away. Just like that. Not wanting to turn my back to him again, I watched him go until he was far enough away to almost be out of sight. And then I realized something. He wasn't moving anymore. Nor was he dancing. I watched in horror as the distant shape of him grew larger and larger. He was coming back my way. And this time he was running. Oh my no, fuck. god. They're no. gonna kiss. Fuck no. They're gonna kiss. <laughs> yes. Oh, I ran w- too. I ran until I was off the side road and back onto a better lit road with sparse traffic. Looking behind me then, he was nowhere to be found. The rest of the way home, I kept glancing over my shoulder, always expecting to see his stupid smile, but he was never there. I lived in that city for six months after that night, and I never went out on another walk. There was something about his face that always haunted me. He didn't look drunk. He didn't look high. He looked completely and utterly insane. And that's a very, very scary thing to see. Yeah. Wow. That was romantic as fuck. <laughs> that, was, that was a... I know Ryan's seeing Haunting of Hill House, but have you, Holden? I have not. Reminded you of the story of Mr. Smiley, mm-hmm. which in turn doesn't turn out to be like a ghost or a demon or anything. Yeah. But but that is insane. I wonder if that has anything to do with that. Mm. I wonder if any of these stories have anything to do with that. Any any of the stories in Haunting of Hill House. It could be. Because there's... Could be. Remember, well, remember that guy that... Spoiler alert. Remember that guy that um, is following Luke? The really tall Luke one with the, street, the cane? Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the other thing. Haunting of Hill House is based off a book, right? Yeah. When was that yeah, book Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I don't know. The book was probably written before creepypastas were a thing. Oh, I don't know, abs- but that story absolutely. you said is very famous. Right, so. yeah, it is It is an infamous story. So that might just be a story that, Yeah. I don't know, maybe it's a story that they heard. That's a, that's a scary one. We could also we should also do a pod on Haunting of Hill House strictly because there is so <laughs> much to talk about, dude. Yes. So much to talk about. Yeah. We, should, uh, we should definitely do a podcast over, like, creepypastas. Yeah, just do creepypastas. A creepypasta just, one? Just Those read. Ugh. Just read creepy pastas. Um, if anybody, if you think that would be interesting, if you enjoyed hearing us read these creepy stories, well, I, I mean, mine wasn't really mm-hmm. creepy, but whatever. If you enjoyed hearing us read these kind of stories, and you would want to hear us just read creepy pastas, because we 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 love creepy pastas, and they're just always so entertaining to read. They're delightfully terrifying. So, if you would be interested in hearing us read some creepy pastas let us know on our instagram or on our twitter at yeah. two drunks pod go ahead and uh and comment on our post we'll post we post every time um the podcast comes out after you listen to it come back comment on it let us know what you think if you're too much of a coward to comment that's okay dm us i'm a coward too <laughs> and going off of that feel free to give us any suggestions you want to hear on this podcast we are so open and welcome to suggestions that you guys have we love to talk about the things that you suggest um we appreciate all the suggestions and we really tried to take them into consider last into, uh, <laughs> into consideration last yes. time we uh when we did trivia we took all the mm-hmm. suggestions we got and we made trivia out of it so we'd love we love to hear your feedback about every other week we post on our story and uh, ask for suggestions from suggestions. God, we're both so fucked. Uh, we ask for suggestions from you guys to uh, to give to us, and this was a fun one. Yeah. Thank you, Ashton. Yeah, yes. thank you, Ashton, for that suggestion. This was really fun. Yeah. 
anyway, um, that's the end is of it, this episode. Is it the end of the... I don't know. I think we've got one more thing. Oh, yeah. One more thing. Elise, why don't, you, why don't you play us out on your, on your ukulele? Will do. I'm sorry. Grace Vanderwall, everybody. Davidson playing Marmaduke, yeah, it's upsetting. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs>